Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy, happy Thursday. Welcome, my internet family. Glad you're here. I literally just sat down and put some put my earrings in. I'm feeling a little behind today. I'm going to zoom you in a little. Pardon. Oh, not that far. Oh. I like that we get nice and close and personal on this channel. So I really want it. I really want to get you in. Yes, first live. Thrilling. Not snoring. Moira is here. She's right behind me and she is snoring. I know. To listen. Tomorrow's Friday. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Right? Oh, I hear RSV is going around. My friends with the babies are saying that too. So sorry. So sorry you're stuck home with a little sick kiddo. Can't say that I'm jealous <laughs> of your uh, scenario. I missed you guys too. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that, shall we? Oh, hello from the UK. Let's talk about that. Okay. So you were probably here. Maybe you were here last time. Maybe you weren't. If you weren't, let me tell you. Uh, so I had to cut back a little bit on the live streams because they were kind of cutting into like my day job <laughs> as a literal lawyer. So um, yeah, so I decided to cut back to Mondays and Thursday mornings uh, because then, you know, we're getting the news throughout the week. I'm still delivering the headlines, but like it's two days a week as opposed to four or five days a week, which is a lot. So happy to be here, excited to be doing this. Um, however, announcement, announcement, okay? And I'm excited about this. Um, I So I met with my team. I have like editors and a manager and stuff. Thank God, they really saved me a lot of time. I met with the team and they... We talked about, we did like an audit of my YouTube channel and we talked about kind of what's, what's happening. And what's happening is that as much as I love these live streams, um, they are taking away from views from my other edited videos because I think it's confusing you guys because there's so much random fun content coming out, but it's also confusing the algorithm, which is sees that these live streams get fewer views, which is fine. Um, and wants to then push me out less for my edited videos, even though my edited videos tend to do better than these live streams. So yeah. Anyway, the point being that all of these live streams are confusing everyone and the um, guidelines that I got from someone with background knowledge on YouTube and how it functions was that I should actually be creating a separate uh, channel specifically for my live streams so that you guys can follow me there watch my live streams. And if you don't want to see my live streams, I don't know why you're here, but then you would create, or you would just, you would just 
keep to this Legion Miller channel and just watch my edited videos. That way it's like compartmentalizing things. I know it's another thing for you guys to um, subscribe to, but I would love it if you would. Um, the reason why I'm kind of distracted while saying all this is because I literally <laughs> just created this channel, this new channel, because I realized like, oh, I wanted to give everyone a link where they could go follow me. So I literally just created this channel. It There's nothing on it right now. There is nothing on it, but it exists. It's called Legion Live. Uh, I just put it in the chat link. Uh, go sub. It. I literally just made it. I don't even know if it's going to show up for you guys, but I wanted to give you guys a link so that like I can direct you to subscribe there. Um, I will still be streaming, streaming on Twitch, Facebook, Twitter. It's just the YouTube is cluttered and confusing, and I totally recognize that. So I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for uh, sticking through this while I figure things out. I was feeling really down on myself yesterday because I have been doing YouTube for like two years. And I feel like a lot of people after doing YouTube for two years have it more figured out than I do to be to be vulnerable with you this morning. I feel like people have it more figured out than I do. But the reason for that is I have many, many interests <laughs> and many goals. Well, one main goal with this channel, and that is to get legal knowledge out there to the people. But I know that the people want different things. They want different ways to consume that. And some people want to be able to listen to these types of live streams either now in live later or via podcast form just to get like their daily news. Some people just want like a deep dive interesting video that they can just turn on and and anyway. So because I have all these goals and I and I feel kind of spread out everywhere, I feel like I keep trying new things on YouTube to see what works and what sticks and it fucks up my algorithm a little bit here and there. And so I am still figuring it out. And so I appreciate your patience. But from now on, so starting Monday, first of all, I'm going to get all the branding and everything updated on that new channel so that it looks pretty so that you guys know what the hell is going on. Um, starting Monday, so what? what is that, four days from now, I'm going to start going live over on that channel. I will be posting reminders here on this channel, but starting Monday, I'll be going live on that other YouTube channel, or if you've been watching me on Twitch, same Twitch channel. It's all, it's all a mess on Twitch, so that's fine. So amazing, 110 subs. You guys, I love you. Thank you so much. So yeah, I'm 100% beholden to the algorithm, just trying to figure out what she wants. So yeah, I'm glad me being outraged to the news is your ASMR because ASMR is gross and I stand by that. Monday's Halloween, that's right. Oh shit. I'll have to put Moira in a, in a costume and, and bring her out. That's a great, that's a great thing. Yeah. Thank you. Podcast. Yeah, I release these live streams in podcast form. You just got to go wherever you listen to your podcast and search for Live with Lija. I also uh, uh, linked it down below in the description. 
the algorithm is a she and she's a bitch. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. We're 10 minutes in. I haven't even hit the news. Uh, let's move forward. Uh, oh, I got one other thing. I also ordered myself a big red button that I can record yikes on so that I have, I can hit it at the opportune moments because <laughs> I thought that'd be fun. Okay. All right. Let's get into the news. Okay. Jeez Louise, you guys. It's Trump o'clock, obviously. Let me let me see if I could share share this screen with you. Bada bing. All right. Can you guys see this all right? Because I've seen some creators do more of this vibe where I'm tiny or this. I kind of like being bigger. I, I like I want to I want to be able to talk to you face to face, you know, so I'm going to keep it like this. All right, Trump o'clock. Okay, we got an update on the Mar-a-Lago documents case. It's not a huge one. They've kind of just been in the weeds reviewing the documents right now and having some back and forth, but there's no like breaking news updates to like really share. But um, the the main update is that they are seeking to compel Kosh Patel, an ally of Trump, to answer questions about assertions that the material taken from the White House had been declassified. Reminder that Trump's main defense, not from his lawyers, because, you know, you can't perjure yourself in court, but Trump's main defense outside of court is that he declassified the documents before he took them. He just did. He, if you're president, you could just think, think it and it will be so the, the documents will become unclassified, declassified. That was his claim. So the prosecutors are now trying to debunk that claim, even though his lawyers have not asserted in court that they're declassified no evidence has emerged that he declassified them there's nothing to back up what he's saying but i think the prosecutors are at least trying to cover their bases here this new york times article says it's not clear whether prosecutors believe that misleading or false public statements so if they can prove that they weren't declassified he didn't do that and it was a false public statement. Prosecutors, it's not sure whether they believe that those statements by themselves could amount to an obstruction charge. During the obstruction investigation into Mr. Trump by the special counsel, remember Bob Mueller, remember that guy? During that investigation, prosecutors examined misleading public statements made by or directed by Mr. Trump about his campaign's ties to Russia, but concluded that they could only be considered the basis for criminal charges if they, if those misleading public statements had been directed at misleading prosecutors or misleading Congress. Okay. The difference here is that as far as I've heard in the facts, the alleged facts, uh, Trump did tell the FBI and prosecutors that he did declassify these documents. And so Mr. Patel, his ally was summoned to testify before a grand jury um, over the mishandling of classified documents and obstruction of justice. And he repeatedly invoked the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination. Um, and now prosecutors are asking a judge to compel Mr. Patel to answer questions. Um, and now the question is whether the DOJ will grant him immunity in order to get his testimony. They're basically like really, they really want him to talk. 
And a reminder that invoking your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, that can't be used against you later. That would kind of defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? If you said, I plead the fifth, and then people could say, well, they pled the fifth, so they must be guilty, you know? So even though he pled the fifth, like, that can't be used as evidence that he's got juicy gossip. But it appears that prosecutors think he's got the juicy gossip. All right? That's that's an update. That's an update on the Mar-a-Lago situation. That's right. It's always alleged, okay, because I don't want to get sued for defamation. <sighs> anything it's truly shocking the number of people that he's able to find that will just put their careers lives livelihoods on the line throw themselves under the bus for donald trump for donald trump that's right did, did trump actually tell him or did he think it well, if if he's able to thank them declassify, maybe he can th think a obstruction charge claim. Yay, thank you for subscribing to the new channel. All right. You know what? I'm that's the end of Trump o'clock. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. In other news, a second woman. <coughs> Sorry. I, I got so exasperated there. A second woman has come forward claiming that Herschel Walker, the Georgia Republican nominee for Senate and former football player and athlete, another woman has come forward to say that he paid her to get an abortion in 1993. Wow. You could really say that this guy has really benefited from access to abortion care and services, wouldn't you say? His life probably has really come out much differently than it would have if he did not have access to such life-changing care. Do you not agree? So this woman told her story at a news conference. Um, she didn't appear on camera, so she did so anonymously, but the news conference was held by Gloria Allred. If you don't know Gloria Allred, she is like the end-all be-all of victims' rights attorneys. This woman knows how to make a splash. She knows how to use a press conference to, to really move her cases forward. Um, she has made a name for herself handling cases representing people who are suing celebrities. So she's had lawsuits against Tommy Lee, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Herman Cain, Anthony Weiner, R. Kelly. The list goes on. My most favorite iconic story uh, about Gloria Allred was in 1981. This woman is 81 years old, by the way. She's still doing it. Unreal. She also has a daughter who does the same thing. Um, in 1981, Gloria Allred was present at hearings on outlawing abortion in the U.S. Senate because, yes, we've been talking about this for so long. These hearings were presided over by California State Senator John G. Schmitz. During her testimony, she presented him with a chastity belt as a fun prop. And in a later press release, he called her a, and I quote, slick butch lawyeress. And then she sued him for defamation over those remarks and won $20,000 and an apology from him. And yes, I will be putting slick butch lawyeress on a t-shirt. Please keep your eye out for it. Anyway, the second woman that came forward to claim that Herschel Walker paid for her abortion is notable because he campaigns 
on an anti-abortion, anti-choice platform. And also, he claimed with the first woman that accused him, he claimed that she was lying and used evidence that showed that he signed letters with just like letters to her. He signed it with just the letter H. He said, I've never done that in my life. I've never signed letters with just the letter H. She's lying. The second woman came forward. She's got letters from him where he signed with the letter H. So not looking good for old Hirsch. That's right. It's shocking. It's a fiber move and a goal. How many were how many abortions? I think this is a third because the first woman said that he paid for or tried to pay for two abortions. I think she didn't get the second one. So. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. So Gloria Allred, as much as she has advocated for victims, she's also, you know, a lawyer with sketchy, has done sketchy things. So her daughter is Lisa Bloom. Um, I know Lisa Bloom, at least I've talked about in a past episode, allegedly assisting Harvey Weinstein in undercutting the victims that were coming forward. Because the thing about being a victim's rights attorney is you learn, you have to learn how the other side functions too in order to be able to stick up for your victim clients. Um, and so you know how the other side thinks. And so you know what works to discredit a victim. And so you could also charge a lot of money and really be a great asset for someone like Harvey Weinstein, who's trying to discredit his alleged victims. Yeah, the white Republican voters of Georgia probably, probably, uh, logic is not a thing I'm finding that Republicans care about. The hypocrisy, not a big deal for them. Okay. Okay, Kathleen Zellner, another badass. I will also name drop uh, Carrie Goldberg as another badass attorney who I, as far as I know, has much less questionable morals. She has a law firm called CA Goldberg Law. She also wrote a book called Nobody's Victim. She also went to Vassar, which is my alma mater. And I've been obsessed with her since I saw her story printed in like a Vassar alumni magazine thing like a decade ago. Um, she's, she's fucking killing it. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's like Shonda Rhimes were turning 22 and I'd like her to like chill for a second. Okay. All right. Moving on, moving on. Mike Lindell, also known as the, my pillow guy. <laughs> He's from Minnesota. I don't know. I just thought this interesting for this article from the New York Times was interesting. It basically talked about how he took a pillow company and turned it into somehow being able to finance the election denial movement. He's flipped it into this like political campaign. Many American entrepreneurs have mixed politics and business. No one has fused the two quite like the chief executive of my pillow. This guy's really litigious. I've told this story before, but when I worked at a judge's office or chambers, a federal chambers, there was some, like, I think it was an IP, like a patent or trademark litigation that he was involved in there. And I was like, oh, like the MyPillow guy? And they're like, yeah, he's here all the fucking time. 
Oh, God. So anyway, he was at a a rally of Trump supporters in Idaho recently. He got his cell phone seized by federal agents as part of an investigation into voting machine tampering. Um, He was greeted and hugged by Eric Trump on stage. And then he said, smiling broadly in a blue suit and red tie, leaning into the mic, use promo code FBI to save up to 66%. (laughs) And the crowd went wild. And pillows were sold. His daily direct sales went from 700000 to a million, and they stayed elevated for two days. Which, first of all, who the fuck is buying $700,000 worth of my pillow merchandise? I hear those pillows fucking suck. I hear it's alleged. I'm not claiming that to be a true fact. Do not sue me. But, like, who? who who's buying? I mean, clearly Republicans. But, like, why? How many pillows... Does one person need? Who's buying all this shit? Who's who's buying it? Okay, but this man is reinvesting this money like crazy. He's reinvesting it $40 million on conferences, activist networks, a digital media platform, legal battles, and researchers that promote his theory of the case. The particularly outlandish conspiracy theory that the election was stolen through a complex global plot to hack into voting machines. All right, he is now at the heart of the right-wing media landscape. Yeah, conspiracy theory pillow salesman, not on the 2020 bingo card. Hmm. Oh, no. All right, we got got parents and mothers-in-laws buying these pillows. Is it my... No, because I don't want to be sued. And on that same note, more than 100 lawsuits have already been filed regarding this year's election. Reminder, this year's election has not happened yet. It's on November 8th. You should vote, please, for the love of God. I think November 8th, right? Let me just make sure I'm right. Second Tuesday? Yeah, November 8th. Uh, yeah, more than 100 lawsuits have already been filed, okay? They're around, l- brought largely by Republicans. They target rules over the mail-in voting process, early voting, voter access, voter machines, voting registration, the counting of mismarked absentee ballots, and access for partisan poll watchers. It's the most litigation ever before an election, and it's likely a preview of a potentially contentious post-election landscape. The strategy was born in part of the failure of allies of former President Donald Trump to successfully challenge the 2020 election. The difference this time is that it is more formalized, well-funded, and well-organized, run by Republican National Committee and other legal allies with strong bona fides. Party officials say they are actively preparing for recounts, contested elections, and more litigation after the November 8 election. And there are thousands of volunteers in place primed to challenge ballots and hunt down evidence of malfeasance. Please get me the fuck out of this country. I hate it here. I hate it here. You can't win because if if they if they win if Republicans win then they'll say no this was a, this was a fair election and if they lose they'll say no this was not a fair election 
And here's a million conspiracy theories backed up with no real proof, but enough like smoke and mirrors hand gesturing that like the people who lack critical thinking skills are going to like fall in line. But they're not cheap. They're not cheap. Okay. They're wolves. But they're going to fall in line. <sighs> That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Moving on. Yesterday, <laughs> a jury in Michigan convicted three men for supporting the plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. This happened in 2020. Uh, she's the Democratic governor of Michigan. It's a case that grew out of a sprawling domestic terrorism investigation that revealed incendiary rhetoric and an openness to political violence on the far right, which we saw in my TikTok reaction video where I reacted to alt-right TikToks. People are ready to go to fucking war in this country. I'm sorry to be a little bit of a fear monger this morning, but what the fuck? Anyway, these men were convicted. They were accused of helping Adam Fox, who was convicted in federal court for conspiring to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer, whose COVID-19 restrictions the men considered tyrannical. Their gang was organized, their gang was mobilizing, and their gang was training for action, the assistant attorney general in Michigan told jurors during closing arguments. That's, I think, what spooks me the most. I don't know how organized these people are. I don't think they're that smart, but I also don't want to underestimate them. You know what I mean? Yeah, send the, send these assholes to actual war. Is that really what you want? What? For what? Why, why do people on the far right, why are they willing to die for a country that they clearly fucking hate? <laughs> <laughs> they hate everyone in power. They hate every other, like half the people, because they hate women. They hate the gays. They hate the trans folks. They hate the blacks, probably for the most part, except for the, the good ones, you know. They hate everyone here and everyone in power, and they're willing to die for the Constitution, which frankly would have disenfranchised most of them when it was originally written because it was only for landed white men. And a lot of the people based on what I saw on TikToks, a lot of people missing teeth, a lot of people looking rough, a lot of people looking like they live in like trailer parks and stuff, which no shame at all to live in a trailer park. I'm just saying you are ready to die for a document that would have disenfranchised you when it was first written. Make it make sense. Yeah, they hate the Jews. They... Make it make sense. Make it make sense. What's left to love? They've made the, something they've made up. A fake country that doesn't exist. And that's the tea. <laughs> ah, I'm going mad. I did not get enough sleep last night. Okay, I did not get enough sleep last night because let's let's just sidebar. I went to the saloon in downtown Minneapolis, which is a great gay bar, drag bar. I had never been. And I was a guest judge for the Bloodbath Ball, which was a drag show 
that was like creepy themed basically. And I got, they invited me to be a guest judge and it was awesome. It was so kooky, ooky and spooky. I will post some pictures on my Instagram later today. Um, congrats to Gemini Valentine who won. Very well-deserved. She's great. Anyway, I was out town like midnight, uh, which is why I'm screaming at you <laughs> this morning. <sighs> okay, moving on. Next up, yesterday, Daryl E. Brooks, after a truly circus-like, truly circus-like trial, where he defended himself and acted fully unhinged. I'm sure you've seen pictures and clips. We've talked about it here, too. He frequently had to be removed from the room for misbehaving. He was found guilty yesterday um, of first-degree intentional homicide for driving his car through a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin in 2021. He was found guilty on all 76 criminal charges against him. 61 counts of recklessly endangering the safety of others. Six counts of hit and run causing death. Two counts of bail jumping and one count of misdemeanor battery. The verdict carries a mandatory life sentence. By all accounts, the judge on this case managed this case with as much poise and decorum as humanly possible. I'm impressed. I'm I'm wowed. Good for her. I'm sure she is absolutely fucking thrilled that this case is over. I cannot imagine the amount of patience. She probably had to go back into her chambers and just scream into a pillow at least once a day. I can't imagine. So I, I'm thinking about making, I think I'm going to make a video on this, not just like the trial itself, because I feel like that's been covered, but I want to make a video on pro se litigants, people who represent themselves using this as kind of a backdrop, because I think there's a really interesting discussion to be had around like, should people be allowed to represent themselves? I think yes. But also what does that actually look like in court? Sometimes this, sometimes chaos. And what does that mean for our judicial system? I have things to say on that. So I think I'm going to make a whole separate video. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, in other news, Elon Musk must close the deal to buy Twitter at the end of this week by 5 p.m. on Friday or face litigation. He posted this video of himself walking into Twitter headquarters Carrying a sink. And I think he did it. I think he did this. Looking very proud of himself. Just all in order to be able to tweet the punchline. Let that sink in. I wonder what it's like to be that unfunny. It's got to be a boring life. I, I hate puns. I hate puns, and I especially hate men who tell puns. <laughs> the combo makes me sick. It's a lowbrow form of comedy. Not even that. I like lowbrow comedy. It's a cheap form of comedy. Make it smarter. It's not funny, Elon. I know you want everyone to think you're the cool dad. You're not the cool dad. We see through it. We see through it. 
We know you're not cool. Lean into it, buddy. You don't need to play these games. We know you're not cool. We know you're not funny. It's okay. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah, good. Good. You should be done with Twitter. It's a cesspool. <sighs> he made a fool of himself for a bad tweet. He went there. He did it. And he looked really proud of himself. And I'm sure a lot of people kissed his ass for it because people people think he's funny. Uh, anyway, let's move on to some good news. Okay. Yes, I have good news for you guys. Good news corner. I got to make a little, a little thing that says good news. The good news is that it's possible that fully apocalyptic climate collapse is less likely. Hey. Okay. So there's a report that just got dropped by the UN. This guy, David Wallace Wells, he says, just a few years ago, climate projections for this century looked quite apocalyptic, with most, most scientists warning that continuing business as usual would bring the world four or even five degrees Celsius of warming, a change disruptive enough to call forth not only predictions of food crises and heat stress, state conflict, and economic strife, but from some corners, warnings of civilizational collapse and even a sort of human endgame. Okay, that's, that's where we were at just a few years ago. Now, with the world already 1.2 degrees Celsius hotter, scientists believe that warming this century will most likely fall between 2 or 3 degrees Celsius. A United Nations report released this week ahead of the COP27 climate conference confirmed that range. Thanks to astonishing declines in the price of renewables, a truly global political mobilization, a clearer picture of the energy future and serious policy focus from world leaders, we have cut expected warming almost in half in just five years. Okay. The main reasons why we've been able to do that are twofold. We started to shift away from coal. I read today that in the long term, the war in the Ukraine is actually going to force people to get into renewable energy faster. In the short term, it's pushing people to drill for fossil fuels. But in the long term, it's like a very real consequence of Europe's dependence on, on non-renewable energy sources. And as humans, I think we need like tangible something to grab onto to be like, oh, that's real. Fuck. I should probably do something about that. So in the long term, they're saying that, I mean, like, the war is awful, obviously, but, like, minor sil sil silver lining? Yeah. Is that, uh, I don't know why I forgot if the saying was silver lining. Minor silver lining. It might push Europe to move away from fossil fuels at a faster rate. And then the second factor is that the cost of solar power and lithium battery technology has fallen by more than 85% in the last 12 years and wind power by more than 55%. Okay? Okay, you guys? All right. Good news. Okay? I have a friend who's really into environmental science and stuff, and she's very pro 
focusing on the good news of climate change because it's been so doom and gloom our entire lives. If you're a millennial, you've spent the last 30 years just being told that like, meh, world's probably going to end. Sorry. So it's good to focus on the positives and that like human activity, human action, collective human action and individual human action can make a difference, can make a difference. Okay. I just wanted to highlight that. All right. Let's move to, let's move to consumption corner quickly. Okay. Um, We all know this already. Adidas, they pulled out of the deal with Kanye. I'm making a video about that. It's dropping in the next couple days. Um, but his remu- his re- music, his music remains on Spotify. It's still on Spotify. Um, according to the CEO of Spotify, the music itself, well, it doesn't violate the company's hate speech policy. The music, even though what he said probably would. So, like, they, they're just not going to ban it. He's also the 19th most popular artist on Spotify, so money okay he apparently showed up also in other kanye news he apparently showed up at a sketchers headquarters yesterday unannounced and uninvited and had to be escorted out he doesn't even work with them insert that gif of from mean girls she doesn't even go here he doesn't even work with them And Skechers had to, like, make a public statement being like, we don't work with him and we're not planning on it. (laughs) Not sure why he came over. Awkward. Awkward. Okay. And finally, in other good news, good news if you're like me and you're trying to get the fuck out of this country. And you're also really rich, which is not like me. Bali just unveiled a new visa to encourage foreigners to move and live there. It lets foreigners with $130,000 in the bank stay for 10 years. So if you're just sitting on tens of thousands of dollars in cash and you're like, let's get out of here, you can move to Bali for 10 years. No questions asked. sick go get him tiger more power to you okay sketchers is also apparently owned and operated by a jewish family yeah what what that's right i can't get coffee today i'm skipping the avocado toast i'm saving for bali Search for Legion Live and nothing came up. Uh, that's probably that's probably because it's brand new. If you're just joining, that, those are the headlines. But if you're just joining, I did make the announcement that um, I will be moving these live streams over to a separate channel. I just posted the link in the comments or in the chat. Um, I'm moving these live streams over to a separate channel because this channel is getting cluttered and ugly and confusing and it's hurting my views and it's confusing you guys. And so I'm trying to compartmentalize stuff because I know there are some people who just want to see my edited videos and there are some people who really like my live streams and I want you to be able to find where they are and what they are easily. So Legia Live. I already have 126 subscribers. Thank you so much. Please head on over there. 
hit that subscribe button. And the next live stream will be this coming Monday, Halloween. A spooky session. And it will be over on that YouTube channel. That other YouTube channel, not this YouTube channel. You like having the separated channels. That, no, that's great feedback because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but a YouTube expert told me, who I consulted with, told me that I need to separate them. So. Thank you so much. I will continue doing this live stream on Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, same spot. It's just the YouTubes that need to get separated out because it's too much. And I will continue to release the lives in podcast form as well. Link to that podcast is below. A Ouija Halloween. No! I have the good fortune that I have yet to discover any ghosts in this house. And I feel like after a year and a half, they would have revealed themselves at this point. I'm not tempting fate. I'm not calling them out. They seem at peace if they are here. And I don't want to shake it. I don't want to ruin it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just trying to separate it out so you know which other things are where. I got the TikTok. I got I got the YouTube channels separated. If you want more like personal stuff, head on over to my Instagram. That's where I just share about like my days and my health because I've been doing kind of a health journey lately and all sorts of other stuff. If you'd like to support the channel. You can do so through Super Chats and Super Stickers, buying merch, becoming a member on this channel, or joining my Patreon community, which is all linked below. Yes, and then we got to get the edited views up. I'm thinking about re-uploading my lives to the new, new channel and then removing them from this channel just to like clean it all up, okay? Clean it all up. All right. Can't find the other channel. Let me post it once more in the chat. There you go. Please go on over there and subscribe if you'd like to continue watching these lives. Once again, I will be back 8.30 a.m. on Monday morning, Halloween morning. On that new channel. Live stream, talking about the news, okay? Let's wrap it up. It's 9.15, people, okay? We got work to do, all right? I gotta go film some videos for you guys because I'm behind. Okay. Thanks for being here. Don't forget to like, subscribe, etc. Have a lovely day. See you later. Thanks for watching.